0: whether i or, or not it's your own criteria your own and I'm criteria. saying that you can't yeah, compare it's yours. Them when it comes to goals it's yours. the goals they had it in abundance yeah. you know yeah. even assists maybe you have to sort of um, dismiss that not dismiss that but overlook that when you're looking about defining who's better and why I say Messi is purely because as a team player yeah, he yes. did more
1: Yo, all these players uh, so, what's your reason for having um, Cole and York over Omri and yeah. So Josh, break it down for us and give us your
0: There group. are players and there are players. Man. There are strikers and there are strikers.
1: <laughs> strikers I love it. This is why <laughs> we <laughs> brought him on. This is why we brought it him might on. In my opinion, I think. <laughs> so, that's why in third place. Um, I actually have Mane Salah Wow Eyes on the ball Alright It's Eyes on the ball Again 20th episode of Part 2 Another banger. Same guest <laughs> <laughs> Part 2 Part 2's always better Gross Than man. part 1 So let's le- Let's let that be the case um, Got the same guest We got Josh Tell them something Josh
0: Give him something. I'm <laughs> oh, mad. <laughs> Glad to be on the show again. and looking forward to <laughs> delivering on all these things. Um, Should be a good one, man. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, That's we, 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 we dove we
2: into the all-time great defences and midfields last episode. So this episode, mm-hmm. we're going go to go to the juicy half of the pitch. we got all-time great front threes and mm-hmm. all-time great strike partnerships. So it should be a very, very... Yep. Again, let's remind you, let's remind
1: you, we might have excluded Thanks. some that come to your mind, but this is just our pool and we're just picking our top three from that pool. So just to run through them quickly, we got Barcelona's Messi, Suarez, Neymar, MSN. Big, big all-time front three. We got Real Madrid's BBC, mm-hmm. Bale, Ronaldo, Bale, Benzema and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say it in order, but you know what I mean. Um, we got Liverpool's Mane, Salah, and Firmino. Recent, like one of the best front threes we've seen recently, or in of all time. I think it's fair to say of all time right now. We got Barcelona's Ronaldinho, Messi, and Eto. That's another great front three. We got Liverpool's Suarez, Sturridge, and Sterling, young Sterling. We got Napoli's Cavani, Lavezzi, and Hamsik. One of my favorites. We got Barcelona again for the third time. Henri Messi, and Eto. We got Man City: Sterling, Aguero, and Sane, and we've got Bayern Munich's Robin, Ribery, and Lewandowski. Lewandowski, any way you want it. Alright, again, like we did with the previous episode, Josh, break it down for us and give us your talk. There three. are players,
0: and there are players. There Man. are strikers and there are strikers. <laughs> they are I love
1: it. This
2: is, <laughs> Gosh, yeah, yeah.
0: this is why we brought in him on. This is why we brought him on. In my opinion, I think, obviously, the number one objective of, of, of a player in this position is to score goals. is to ensure that they are potent mm. in scoring goals. But then, as well as that, for me, is that creativity, is that match-winning ability, yep. is that star quality. You know, that's what you want to see. And I feel that when you, the names that we've ruled off, they all have that to to an extent. And some for me far greater than others. But for sure, sure. That's for me the sort of yeah. the barometer, the measuring mark for for this this department. In terms of my top three, yeah. So when I when I actually think back at this and I think, wow, is it actually these three? I'm interested because I'm trying to figure out what are the, the key distinctions that really edge make them edge above the rest. But my in my third place, yeah, I've gone with Ronaldinho. Messi and Etu. and it's true they weren't oh, interesting. uh covered in glory in terms of trophies they didn't do that much but one thing I would say about those three was that at the time I think they were
2: probably those three uh-huh.
0: top five to seven best players in the world
2: etto and Ronaldinho were oh, untouchable yeah, definitely yes. you know. Eto and Ronaldinho were yeah. two of the top three I think best players in the world yeah and obviously, it was the
0: the coming of the one and only. Exactly. Um, who will touch him shortly. Yeah, but no, nah, I mean, Ronaldinho, the yeah. player, artist in motion, quality, did things that no one else could do. Literally, Etiu, was just a fantastic movement, excellent finisher, um, always hungry. That's what you want in a striker, man. So no, nah, I thought they, they had it in abundance, to be honest. Second yeah. place. I know people are going to be like, Wow. But it's going to the Barcelona team again. <laughs> oh, Harry, Harry. <laughs> oh And it's an honorable mention from Simons. Really? Yeah.
1: No, actually, yeah. I hear
0: it. I hear it. I'm just, I hear it. I was looking at this list. I'm thinking, you know, what's the distinction? Uh, you know what? Maybe I have to renege on that and say Real Madrid's Gareth Bale, Ronaldo, and Karim Benzema. Because to be fair, at the time, those three were doing some crazy things. I think obviously it goes without saying Ronaldo, the supreme goal scorer. But Gareth Bell, he was yes. literally Damn. incredible Bro. at running down lines, creating chances. He was legit creative and consistent in that respect. Yeah. And Karen Benzema, silky with it. Gunman. Real gunman, you know. Gunman on gunman in on social media and Gunman on Gunman on the
2: pitch Gunman when it comes like yell yeah, them <laughs> <laughs> and okay. and come. every first he, set you he, catch carry he's, he's a stylish so, yeah, guy
0: I'm, man. A, I'm a, sorry Thierry but I'm the rumble of the uh, the three, uh BBC and then my number one pair or part group of forwards is for me MSM it's yeah it's as far as as high as it goes when it turns to quality I think if you haven't watched them three in motion Spend two, three hours on yeah. your next day watching them, and you will be blessed. You blessed, will be blessed in abundance. Neymar was really—I think <laughs> what Neymar did, what—and he knew he had to do. He had to sacrifice. Step up. Oh, okay. yeah, sacrifice that. as well, but step up yeah. to the level where Messi was. Not in the sense of being level pegging with him, but just show
2: that he had what it takes yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to be um, an yeah. equal cool with them, man. And not only Messi, Suarez as well. Them right times, Olai Suarez was yeah. arguably number one. No, he was number one, Stryker oh, yeah, 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 and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potent. Very, very potent. I think all-round quality.
0: Um, so demonic when these beating defenders did things that defenders just
2: would Yeah. Seen. If yeah. we remember that graphic, I'm sure everyone's seen that graphic. When we saw how many goals and assists they supplied for each other. Exactly. The numbers were staggering. Yeah. Staggering.
1: They sw- they won eight trophies together. In, in about two
0: seasons, was it? Two? They only played two seasons together. Together? But, yeah. And last but not least, and certainly not least, last but the most, in fact, yeah. is Lino Messi. What can you say about the, the, the yeah, man. as good as they come, to be honest?
1: Um, he's a good. Just a quick question, though. Just a quick question, just for the viewers. Are you
0: Ronaldo or Messi? Team
1: Ronaldo well, or Team Messi?
0: I know there's been varying debates about this, but what I would say is what am I using to define whether I'm Messi or not? It's
2: your own criteria. Your
0: own and I'm criteria. saying that you can't yeah, compare when it comes to goals. It's yours. The goals, they had it in abundance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even assists, maybe you have to sort of um, dismiss that. and Not dismiss that, but overlook that when you're looking about defining who's better. And why I say Messi is purely because as a team player, yeah, he, he did more.
2: Yeah, I yeah know, he I brought
0: more into the game he's more of a complete player yeah I mean, mm. somewhere I say that completion is uh, some might say yeah. Ronaldo is more complete as well dude that's nah, the argument I Ronaldo, nah, Ronaldo but, ain't more yeah. player, man. well but that's for me why <laughs> I, I'd pick Messi over Ronaldo you know, like what he did to bring him up. Dan you want to go next or should I
1: yeah yeah I'll go next I'll go next let's switch it up a bit um, yeah I mean these front foods are great like I felt bad Because Robin Ribery Lewandowski They're just not in my top three And I really loved them As a three Like Robin and Ribery Arguably one of the best what Like wingers That tandem Ever To play the game Like They were just great And I do want to give A special shout out To Cavani, Lovetsy And Hamshit Because they were playing For a small club But they were like Gold to, the, to, yeah. the, to Napoli Like They were a scary Front three Like I even remember What they did to Chelsea The year we won The Champions League In the first leg Smacked us up 3-1 and it was like there was no way we should have come back in that in that um, tie. Like they just really tore us apart. But yeah, special shout out to them. But in in third place, I think um, where my list differs to Josh's is I don't have Henri, Messi, and Eto. Only because I just think my criteria for a front three and why I want or what I want to see from a front three in terms of ranking their greatness is not only their trophies, not only their their goals but how they worked as a front three when I watched them so like, like their telepathic understanding their their the movement chemistry. their willingness to sacrifice for each other their chemistry so that's why in third place um, I actually have Mane Salah wow. and Firmino I think they're going to go down as one of the greatest front threes we've wow. ever seen um, their style wow. of play that's the way they played world. with each other and the way they they basically virtually won the champions league unfortunately for them the circumstances have not allowed them to be confirmed as premier league champions but like i believe that even if the season gets voided they go into next season as the favorites and no one can really argue that so like their telepathic understanding is unrivaled and the way they communicate with each other. Some even came out and were saying Salah was selfish. They just isolated an an incident at Burnley where he didn't pass the money in because they had a disagreement.
2: Fam, Salah's selfish, bro. (laughs) Salah's selfish.
1: I mean, you can call him selfish, but like Shiro once said, fam, the greatest goal scorers have to be selfish. So at the end of the day, you do have one player in your front three that you have to sacrifice more for. And that player just is Salah because he gets the most goals out of the front three. Maybe he's the one who gets the headlines. But I can't lie to you. In recent times, Mane has been getting the props that he deserves. Even some people saying Mane is yeah, more important than Salah. Salah, Do you get what I'm saying? So I don't mind
2: that, apart from that one season. I mean, people
1: say he ain't been the same, but his goal-scoring record is still very, very good. Like, do you get what I'm saying? So that's why I think... And for Salah to come to Liverpool and break the goal-scoring record is just, like, unreal. And it's not even like he shines so much or so far greater than the rest of his um, peers. He works together in his three, and they're just, t- together, one of the best threes I've ever seen. Number two, I put Bell Ronaldo, Benzema the way they worked together. Benzema was the sacrificial lamb, if you yeah. want to call it. Like He was able to understand the positions that Ronaldo and Bale like to get into, so the kind of central positions. And he was able to va- um, evacuate that space for them to basically shine. But that take nothing away from Benzema, whose goal-scoring record is still very, very good. And he also contributes with the assists. And... Um, 307 goals in 435 games as a front free BBC like that's crazy just numbers. crazy and I believe that if Bale didn't get injured and didn't have the injuries that he had we could have witnessed one of the greatest front threes of all we did time regardless. in fact so yeah we did it regardless so yeah that's why they're my number two and then number one is MSN man fluid when you talk about fluid front threes the way you want your you, you, the way you want to see partnerships on the pitch, the understanding, the, just everything about them. Like, you know, sometimes, yeah, where they say, if I use the example, sometimes they said that if you put great players together, sometimes because they're so great, they might not be able to um, accommodate yeah. each other. Do you get what I'm saying? That's one of the big reasons why they said they had to move yeah. on Ronaldinho to yeah. bring in Messi because they don't think Messi and Ronaldinho would have worked necessarily. They obviously proved that they can work together, but yeah, you get the gist. Messi Suarez and Neymar were able to like they all understood what each other meant. And I think it the the greatness of this front three is can be like highlighted through Messi's desire for Neymar to come back. You can just see that he said, I need Neymar back. Like I want him back. Because he knows that the key to their glory or to their future success is in Neymar and because these uh, Messi and Suarez are still playing right now he still wants the opportunity to play with Neymar and like you'll get into like we'll get into my strike partnerships I love Cole and York and they're one of the you know what I'll get into that but it's just all about the telepathic understanding and that's why I pick Messi, Suarez and Neymar as number one so yeah
2: fair, fair arguments that's my uh, three. moving to my list top three uh, you guys have covered a lot so I'll um... Try and make it quick. Um, number three, I got Robin, Ribery, Lewandowski. Um, yeah, those mm. three together were special, man. And the thing I like about them is the, the width. You still keep the the width, as in Robin can play on the left for you, Ribery can play on the right, so they can be feeding Lewandowski. You yeah. can switch them around as they did most of the time with Robin on the right, cutting in on his left foot, which is one of the most unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> moves in like the history of the world for <laughs> Robin but Robin, most Robin chopping moves, in on his yeah, left foot was definitely. a scary sight uh, Lewandowski one of the best gunmans of our time uh, yeah man them, them, yeah. they had the longevity as well they stayed together for a long time and uh, Ribery Ribery I think he was top three Ballon d'Or um, for, for one season and he yeah. was even debating that he should have won it that was yeah legit. yeah definitely but Ribery yeah. was top three and he is <laughs> arguably the the weakest yeah. guy on um out of that front three, and he was top three in Ballon d'Or. So um yeah, those guys are definitely yeah. um up there for me. Six Bundesliga times. Um, thats very very good, Um And as soon I mean, as those guys leave, as it is for Bayern um, to win, Bayern yeah. have to rebuild.
1: Yeah, I mean they've already started rebuilding with Coleman and no, that's no, but
2: that's what I'm saying. As in when those guys leave, fam, um, that's that's like one of the pivotal parts of your team you basically have to rebuild your whole team
1: yeah it's so mad how they left in the same season as well just recently 2018-19 season both left so yeah big holster film number
2: two I got BBC similar to you man as you said Cristiano Ronaldo one of the best players of our time Karim Benzema Gunman Ultimate Gunman and Gareth Bale I can never forget what Gareth Bell did to Mark Bartra. That is one of the, <laughs> the, the, the most embarrassing scenes that I've seen on the football pitch. Gareth Bell blew by him yeah. like it was it was nothing. I remember they compared it to I think that was the moment where you could say that His Bale soul was taken, arrived at was Taken. Yeah. Bale was like a Reaper that day. But um yeah, they were dominant. <laughs> And then lastly, yeah. as we said, MSN. What can we say, man? That's it's just sad yeah. that we won't get to. I don't think you know uh, Neymar will come back, but um. Oh, well, you don't think so? Why? I don't know. I just don't see it happening. To be honest, maybe he will. Maybe he will. But you know, I just don't see it happening. But when they were together, wow, man, it was. And and one thing I think I think yeah. Neymar was so underrated amongst them because even though he was like the as I said about Ribery, that probably the the the, yeah. the third best I've of, of them because Suarez in his heyday, listen, Suarez was one of the best players in the world when he when he was when he was in his heyday. Man. Yeah. So um yeah, Neymar, Neymar used to take over games. He used to have big moments. As we said, the um the graphic that uh, the amount of goals and assists they had to each other, the chemistry was crazy. And um, yeah, man, as you said, there's a reason why Messi wants him back.
1: Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. But yeah, man, as for our top threes... Um, let
2: me, sorry, let me just give a shout-out. Shout-out see- to Ronaldinho, Eto yeah, and Ludovic Juli. Ronaldinho, <laughs> yeah, Ronaldinho yeah, yeah, yeah. with Ludovic Juli and Eto. Ludovic. Oh, my days. Ronaldinho was the best player on the planet. I remember that goal he scored against yeah. Chelsea when he was tiptoeing like a ballerina and then put in the bottom corner. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just to point out, he lost no, that game. No, you, you, you guys and,
2: and Barca had some big-time battles back in the day, but...
1: Yeah, big-time uh, games. Wow, side.
2: Ronaldinho in his heyday. Wow. Yeah,
1: one of the greatest goals ever, man. One of the greatest, and one of the greatest players, ever. And players And Julie.
2: Well. Pedro, Pedro Pedro, was basically yeah, Julie exactly. reborn. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, definitely. But as far as our top threes, yeah, man, I don't think it gets any better than that. I think we we'll all agreed that Messi, MSN number one, BBC number I would, two. I would question um, you on the Mane Salah
2: and Firmino though.
1: What's your, what's your question?
2: Firmino's on... a weak link. That's a big mistake to make because you
1: need to look at it. Roles, roles matter in a team and context matters. And In my opinion, hmm. like you need to think about the context. Firmino's role in the Liverpool team is not to score. He's not a striker. He's not the conventional nine. Like we need to like... Pull away from this idea that Firmino is an out and out striker. Oh no, we know, yeah. We know yeah. He but he's, he's still, still
2: underachieved. I think he's got like at one goal at, this at Anfield or something dumb like that.
1: But that's not that's not that's not the point though, because if you look at it, he's been a key contributor to a team that should have won the title, um, pandemic aside. Do you get what I'm nah,
2: saying? And you know what? I, I, I feel your argument. And um, they are, like, obviously they're in the midst of it. But once this run is over, they're going to be one of the best. But I don't know, man. I just don't feel like. Roles matter,
1: man. R- r- roles matter. No, I agree. Rolls I agree. But my what thing also is, matters is your yeah, individual
2: yeah, yeah. greatness. Do you know what I'm saying? Not only your individual ability, just your individual greatness. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like Firmino is going to go down in history as one of the great players. I think he will... G- I think it's unfair.
1: I just think Firmino is disregarded because um, because of his inability to score goals. But that's because people are not looking at the context. And that's why I say context matters. No, fam, look I'm at looking his at role. the context. His role just, in that team I just is don't not put as much weight goals.
2: on it as you do.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's where exactly. we're just going to have to agree to disagree. I don't know what side of the fence you fall on, Josh. Oh.
0: Let me sit on the
1: bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> nah, no, it's, a, it's it just give your give your side of the fence because I think it's an important thing because at the end of the day it's a debate that happens in football a lot like how important is um, Firmino to crop system very... and no, I think yeah, exactly that's not, the point, that's not the point I was trying one... to make. You need one. No, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying in terms of a great player, but I do think. When you are able to sacrifice, that's the problem Benzema faced and even faces till today. He's always but having to that's sacrifice. That's what I'm saying. Benzema still we gets can see that credit. he's a great
2: player. He's he's an all-time great player. If you look at his numbers, his numbers, listen, exactly, pretty, pretty scary. But then
1: roles again. Benzema is a striker, and what I'm trying yeah, to yeah, but he sacrificed me, as, as well.
2: Firmino is a trend.
1: Firmino is a trendsetter in his own right. He's made a role work for well in quotation marks a Premier League winning side do you no, know yeah. what I'm saying? he's made his role work and his he's made his role pivotal to the success of that side
2: yeah. but that's just me uh, in it? My, my main me. point is I don't think I don't you know. get there's not a lot of strikers that will be happy in that role do you know what I'm saying? being the the guy that sacrifices yeah. do you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, probably, and to be a great player you have to have that drive do you know what I'm saying? you gotta yeah, be yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You gotta have that desire. Not saying that he doesn't have it, but it's not translated in his um, statistics and just his overall resume. We'll
1: see. We'll see. Let's pose that question. I'll put it on the Twitter poll. Will Firmino go down as a great player? That'll be an interesting thing to see. Great
2: player or all-time great? You have to clear that up.
0: He's not an all-time great. He ain't won anything. All-time great. So
2: there's a lot of people that's yeah. I mean, yeah, great player. I
1: think is a good wording of it. alright let's take a breather we'll go into half time hey, straight hey, away hey down my boy um, fucker man ain't <laughs> yeah let's go let's go into half-time and...
2: let's go. Hell time. half time a perky, half a,
1: a little breather cheeky breather Josh you're gonna do the honors for us we're gonna run through um, four questions we only need snappy quickfire answers to these four questions I'll ask one Darren will ask the other mm-hmm. and vice versa and um yeah, just give us your quick snappy answers to the to these questions that people have offered to us. Number one, which Premier League club do you think needs Sancho the most? And then which club suits him the most?
0: Okay. I would go with Arsenal. Arsenal need, needs Arsenal him the needs most more wide, potent, um, direct players. Um, you needed one for years to be honest I think yeah, that's another debate but you know yeah that was what I would say about that which club suits him the, best, the most mm-hmm. possibly I would say Man United I think there's space for him in the current squad for a player like Sancho to come mm-hmm. in and do quite well I don't see that if a club like Chelsea where they've got someone like Cameron mm-hmm. Hazardoy there at the moment
2: um, Pulisic yeah Pulisic mm-hmm.
0: Just a quick re- rebuttal
1: to that question. Don't you think that with um, United's young players probably being more established than Chelsea's young players, Chelsea need that one marquee signing in the wide area?
0: I don't think so, no. It's just because I think Chelsea still have mm. quite good young players that probably maybe just need a little bit more time to really stamp their authority, stamp what, mm-hmm. what they can do for Chelsea.
1: Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, next enough. question:
2: um, As you are an Arsenal fan, which has been brought to the light, uh, what are your um, three <laughs> dream signings for Arsenal? So these are current; these are players that are
0: playing at the moment. Yeah, Axel Witzel Yeah, free at, dream um, signings. Um, wow. Dortmund. Oh, I, I like think he's, that. I like uh, that. Man, Arsenal's midfield, central midfield, anyway. For me, still is below par.
1: Yeah,
0: um, requires a lot of work. I think Axel Witzel does that with his presence, his ability on the ball. His um, physical understanding of the game, you know, I think his quality. Yeah, I um,
1: like that a lot. I'd
0: probably say another centre back. And if we, if if I'm talking about an ideal and a reali- realistic ideal, i would say Varane. Um, I think quality defender, quite young.
1: Yeah. I think Arsenal have done we well with the French
0: So I think Varane probably True. is coming in uh, to go yeah. back to that well yeah so I think he could do well for Arsenal and would be a great signing for us in the dream world and lastly and then lastly in terms of uh, another player I mean is am I allowed to dream about Lionel Messi is that (laughs)
2: Is that, is that dream no, or no, 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 no? no, no. <laughs> loud? i That's not talking dream signings, no? That's... To be that's fair, the question, in in the, <laughs> <is dream> <laughs> the question is dream signings.
1: It is dream signings. The question is dream signings, to be fair. Yeah,
0: I mean, if, if we're dreaming, then certainly Lino Messi. If we're more on planet Earth, then yeah, exactly. oof, where would I go for another player? Mm. You know what? I'm going to take Gareth Bale. I, I think he's not completely done and dusted.
2: He's still got some There's quality tread there. left in the tyres. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. That definitely makes sense, yeah. Three, if um, Arsenal get everyone they need, where do you think they'll finish next season?
0: Ooh, so
2: everyone they need is a lot, bro. That's the thing. What I'm,
0: what I'm encouraged by at the moment is Arteta... looks to have been able to get some players to be more conscious of what they need to be doing, the way that we should be playing. I think he's done that quite well from what I've seen so far. Um, So I'd be optimistic that if we got everything we need under his leadership, we'd certainly finish in the top four. I'd be very confident of that. Maybe Mm. as high as third. Um, And that's on the basis Mm. of, I'm looking at the current 20 teams in the league, I think you've got Liverpool, Man City who are still probably the best teams and then there's there's a bit of competition about who could be third and fourth. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, lastly lastly, taking bias out of it. Yeah. Uh, Similar to the debate that they had on match match of the day thing. Uh, As a captain you taking Patrick Vieira or Steven Gerard? Steven Gerard. Let me just Okay I'm just going to punch
1: in there though Because this is a debate That we've been having a lot On um, The socials And I've been Darren knows I've been the driver And it's not even An agenda based um, Agenda based argument Against Steven Gerrard And knocking Mm -hmm. anything Against him But I've been The driver That Patrick Vieira Over Steven Gerrard As a captain If you want to talk about As a player Then Steven Gerrard Yes I understand And I'd even pick Steven Gerrard But as a captain A Premier League captain Patrick Vieira. So I'm going to question you on why you picked well, Steven Gerrard I'd be interested Patrick to
0: Vieira. know what why you feel Vieira is a greater or a more or better captain. Um, okay.
1: Should I give you my argument and then you'll yeah, no, respond no, no, no. to that? Just to quickly give my argument on to, as to why Steve, Patrick Vieira is a better captain or greater captain whatever word you want to use as Steven Gerrard is very quickly, one, I believe your captain needs to win and be able to drive you to win. I'm talking about Premier League captain, by the way, not as a, a captain yeah. of Premier League captain. Patrick Vieira needs to yeah. drive you to, to win. He won yeah. two Premier League titles in an era where Man United were absolutely dominant. And he was able to even win the Premier League at Old Trafford. Yeah. So that's just... It's by a large show in Patrick Vieira and his greatness. And then, two, the big knock on factor against Gerard, apart from the fact that he didn't win the Premier League title, in clutch moments, he was very, very, he was found wanting in a lot of big moments in the Premier League. Found wanting in a lot of big games, getting red cards in big <laughs> games, getting um, making mistakes in big games. So that's what I look to. In the captain, in the big moments, can you look to your captain to get you out of trouble? And I believe Vieira was the driver. In fact, Vieira rarely made mistakes, and I'm sure you would know because you obviously watched Vieira far, quite far more mm-hmm. than I did in terms of the just, Arsenal days. And he never made mistakes. Vieira rarely made mistakes. Yeah, but yeah. Just,
2: just to chip in a little bit, just to rebuttal you, Daniel. Um Gerard came up big yeah. in a lot of big games, fam. I yeah. think um, he's basically scored in in every competition final, yeah, which is like six unheard six of unheard of he scored in the Champions Again, League, final Premier, Premier Cup League final, Cup final Premier League final FA Cup final he scored in nearly every final which is crazy so I think when you're talking about um, you want to call on a captain when you need a big moment Gerard is that guy but Josh
1: Premier League captain Premier League captain isn't it his, his um, success in all the other competitions didn't translate to winning in the Premier League and that's basically uh, uh, yeah yeah his leadership, I just think his leadership qualities can only go so far in the Premier League. When it comes to captains like Patrick Vieira, John Terry, Roy Keane, and even some would go as far and say Company, but yeah, I that's see what your I point. I
0: think the the reason Liverpool hasn't won or haven't won a league is more a Liverpool issue than a question issue. of Jur's Ka- leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. And when I, yeah. what I've heard yeah. from what people that's have said about Stephen Gerard, particularly when it comes to a leader. Um, it's, he was a example of what it is to be a professional that applies yourself on and off the pitch yeah. very well. Bar his Chelsea um, saga, yeah, Gerard was
2: pretty, um, pretty, pretty perfect and loyal. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I think carried the city, fam. Carried the yeah, city. Man. But um, yeah, yeah, that was half time But yeah, man. Yeah, so wrap it up there, man so in this next segment uh we're gonna do the top strike partnerships of all time this should be very interesting you know a lot of them are gonna be throwbacks because um today we see a lot of uh, one-man strikers and a uh, free three guys up top so um should be a very interesting list and i actually feel as though um things are very sick uh cyclical so i think the four two will be back really soon and here we'll reminisce on some of the greats the great twos so Josh you can uh, get us started
0: right well um, what can I say I think back in my day (laughs) back in my day you know this was what people knew Mm -hmm. two strikers flat out yeah that's what people knew in terms of styles and formations. Um, and this is probably what made me fall in love with Arsenal so much. That those this part these these partnerships that I I, I witnessed um, in my in my heyday. So in my, in my third place, I don't know if we need to reference all the options. But, um, yeah, we can yeah.
1: quickly go through the options. We got yeah. um yeah. black bands, Alan Shearer and Chris Sutton. And we got Man United's Rooney and Carlos Tevez. We've got Chelsea's Drogba and Anelka. We've got Man United's Andy Cole and Dwight York. We've got Arsenal's Adebayo and Thierry Henry. We've got Liverpool's Suarez and Sturridge. We've got Arsenal's Omri and Burkamp, We've got Man City's Aguero and Tevez. And we've got, we got Juventus's Del Piero and Trezeguet. We've got PSG's Ibrahimović and Cavani. Cool.
0: So, I've gone with Del Piero and David Trezeguet in third place. Yep. Um, I was a massive fan of Alejandro Del Piero. Yeah. Um, I thought he was an Serious. artist you know, when he played the game. And really, really successful, not only at club level, but at international level. Yeah. But what I thought those two really had, they were both very good in front of goal. Um, and they both could play off each other. I think Trezeguet was more... Um, the front man out of the two, yes, yeah. on most occasions, but he was very sharp, very, 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 um, very how do I say, imposing, very good in the air, excellent finisher. Um, and he did it when he might, he you know, he didn't shy away. He was probably someone that pr- has been
2: forgotten, the Piero for sure. Uh, yeah, fact, and I think he spent his whole career either, or if I not, he so, spent yeah. about 15 years quite a, yeah. at the top. Yeah. yeah, he was a gunman.
0: In second place, I've gone with Andy Cole and wow. Dwight York. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, this, this pairing was crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy yeah. pairing. Man. I love it it. This,
1: this Yeah, this is what you call telepathy United.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they were brilliant, man. Honestly. Just, what can you really say? Like, just consistent. Both of them have left an indelible mark on the... All-time Premier League goal scoring list, um, Andy Cole right up there, I think in the sixth or sixth yep. place or something like that. Yep. Quality strikers, um, hungry. And I think they at the time they had a bit to prove, you know, there were yeah. question marks about them.
2: Especially Dwight York.
0: Yeah. And you know, they, they did what they needed to be done. Obviously there were question marks about their actual relationship off the field. Mm. Apparently they didn't really get on quite well, apparently, but anyway. You know, on the field.
2: Exactly. You all wouldn't you. tell. You
0: wouldn't yeah. tell on the pitch. So you know. That's all that matters. Yeah. And then in number one place, I don't think there's much discussion here to be honest. Wow. I've gone with Thierry Henry, <laughs> His Royal Highness, King and Dennis Burkham. Yeah. The technician of technicians, the chief technician. And you know, you know, you see the videos, we've seen the, the clips. Yeah. Both of them individually. As good as they come. Well, debate. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Look, no, finish, finish, finish.
0: Thierry, arguably the best player to ever
1: face the Premier man. League.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, a lot and of people Dennis Burkham certainly, players. in terms of the technical ability and what he could do on the ball, what he could do with manipulating the ball. I remember a story. Let me give you a little story. Ian Wright said that when he first, when Dennis Burkham came from into my line, into training, they said after the first training session, they were saying to each other, we're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> we not good enough. Is, this, is he real? Yeah. You know, no, nah, he was quality. Um, and what he could do with a ball was
1: brilliant. But just, a, co- well,
0: just a quick a question for the people at home, yeah? What is What was your
1: defining moment, would you say, watching that them as a duo? What would you say? That's a good a...
2: question. Good question. Ooh, that's a great question. Good question.
0: Defining moment. Does that matter? Or a, nice.
1: game, or a game you just remember and you just said yes this is my front two.
0: Oh, what game can I say um
1: uh, doesn't even necessarily have to be a game a, a moment just something you remember
2: oh yeah so, that bird camp goal was not the one way to go against well, yes, Newcastle
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's
2: an easy one to remember yeah easy one of.
1: to remember yeah
0: I remember him scoring a hat-trick against I think it was Leicester
1: Mm. Oh, the yes. Was there was uh, yeah. where he brought the ball out of the air with his left foot, yeah. took it back on his right and then oh, that, near went Far
2: corner, that one was... Yeah, like, nah. far corner,
1: sorry. Far <laughs> corner, that goal was... That was nuts, man. That yeah. just
2: shows you this guy is clearly
0: days ahead of players. Yeah, Not yeah. Not minutes. <laughs> Not hours. <laughs> days. Yeah. He's dreamt it. Definitely. He's doing the pitch, yeah. And for me, I mean... Henri had so many moments. Oh, Henry, me, man. The Liverpool game, when we when Henri made Carragher oh. um, do the somersault. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> awesome. uh, that was... I don't oh, even know how man, that was
1: possible. As a professional football yeah. player, I didn't think you should be getting beaten like that, no matter how quick the guy is. Exactly. that's He had such a gap. Exactly.
2: But, yeah. but, um, I'll get into my three. Yep. I like the list man like looking back on uh, some of the stuff that these guys have done man it was uh, it was a nice trip down memory lane yeah number 3 I got the same Del Piero and Trezeguet yeah um both world cup winners both were dominant man they both could score goals they were both creative as just said Del Piero fam he's he's the history books don't remember him the way they should yeah he is one of the all-time great players fam numbers wise impact leadership like uh, he was a special player And Trezeguet Yeah Trezeguet was a G Still I like Trezeguet
1: Yeah
2: um, Yeah he could do a lot He was speedy Back goal He did bits for France it Led them to the, Not led them But uh was big in the World Cup win um, yeah. yeah He was a great player Those guys are my number three Number two I've got Henri and Burkamp. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, you know, as Josh said, the, the ability amongst those guys is unquestionable. Yeah. Bergkamp, ultimate technician. He, he was as teched up as they come. Scored some of the greatest goals that the league has seen. Um, and he was a great complement to Henri. Yeah. Um, my only issue with Bergkamp is he didn't get an. When Henri came, his goals started to dry up. Okay. Which is my only issue, Berkan. We know what Henri was about. Henri, I think, for about a three, four year run, Henri was one of the goods. <laughs> <laughs> Henri was on a rampage. I think he won like back to back to back Golden Boots, and uh, yeah, he was on a crazy run. Um, yeah, so, yeah is reason... so? so is that your reason? Those guys were big. So is that
1: your reason? Because obviously we know that your number one is going to be Andy Cole and Dwight York. So, what's your reason? I was just going to say, we know the quality of Cole and York over Omri
2: and Barkham. Yeah, let me get into Cole and York. Yeah. Cole and York were together for three and a half seasons. Mm-hmm. The year that... Uh, Josh, I want you to listen as well. The year that yeah. Dwight York joined Manchester United, that was the year we went on to win the treble. Mm-hmm. First season... Um, We we won the treble, Champions League, Premier League, FA Cup. Dwight York that season led the Champions League in goals. I believe he won the Golden Boot and he had 29 goals and 20 assists that season. Mm. When I saw that, I was scared. I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) They won the league every single year that they were together. Mm. Obviously, um, the half season that I'm talking about, that was, um, I think Andy Cole left in January. To yeah. Blackburn and Dwight York followed him uh, he said one more season and followed him the season after. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, those guys won every year that they were together, and that's what stands out to me. Uh, another factor is uh you would think that Andy Cole was the superior player when really and truly Dwight York was an absolute gunman. He yeah. led the Champions League and the Premier League in goals, 20 assists from, from a striking position, crazy. And um, yeah, man, I just don't think that the thing that differentiates them for me is there was no drop off between the two of them. Mm. I know Bergkamp was that's the good ultimate argument. technician, that's but Henri was clearly the superior player. Whereas York and Cole, listen, you couldn't tell them apart. They were yeah. both gunmen at the, at, at, at the peak of their powers.
1: Um, that's I loved. I love those arguments. Still, I can't lie to you. I mean, this we don't need to. Um, like waste time I've got pretty much the same three in the same order the only difference I have is probably number one I have Drogba and Elka and my re- <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking I have the same three Del Piero Trezeguet number three Um the only difference I have is I put Cole and York number two and Henri Burkamp number one my reason or if you want to call it a rebuttal to having Henri and Burkamp as number one is and it might be a strange argument to use but I'm using the fact that Cole and York were so identical as a mark against them just to differentiate the levels in greatness Henry and Bergkamp were two very very different players and the fact that they were able to come together at the peak of their powers and understand each other and play together and just use that Basically, a great player is able to adapt to a different type of player, and I just think both of them, great in their own respects, were able to adapt to each other. Burkamp had to take a step back just so that Henri could shine that little bit more, I think. And Henri has a lot to or owes a lot to Burkamp and his ability to be like the word we've used throughout this, like the front freeze and the and the partnerships. Be sacrificial basically sacrifice for the person who's the star and he was able to deliver basically in leaps and bounds so yeah that's my only difference but it's it's very hard I wouldn't argue against anyone who puts Cole and York as number one I even know someone who made the argument that They'd put Cole and York number one because they think that Henri had a better chemistry with Perez than Burkham, which I thought was a very good argument, to be fair. That's mm. true. You could argue that Henri and Perez had a better chemist, had better chemistry. Not to say that Henri and Burkham's chemistry was bad, but yeah. I mean, I just think that being identical, Cole and York understood each other better. They didn't they didn't have much to work on because they had very, very similar games. So there wasn't much in training in terms of Or how he plays, where he likes to position himself. They just fought alike and made runs alike and actually played alike. So yeah, that's my take.
2: Uh, My only rebuttal to that would be: you, you, no one could have told me Dwight York had twenty assists the year we won the treble, and and could make me believe that. Yeah, twenty assists. I don't, I don't, I don't. don't I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure if Bergkamp had a season of twenty assists. But that is crazy numbers to me. And 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 that is why you're leading them to wins. You're winning trophies. Mm. You're dominating domestically and both uh, European-wise. For me, when I saw that stat, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, That's when I said, listen, this duo deserves some serious respect. Yeah. I just think, yeah. Um, yeah Honourable yeah. mentions. Uh, I'd go Suarez and Sturridge. Those guys for that season. Wow. I think Suarez scored... Um, 31 goals and had 17 assists just in the league
1: yeah, yeah. just
2: in the league That's that was I the said, year that Suarez set the said, world on
1: fire that's why I said Salah breaking Suarez's record and the Premier League record is crazy you know yeah
2: Suarez fam he was one of the best players in the world at that time
1: yeah he made and himself was, yeah he made himself the best striker in the, or competing to be best striker in the world for that season at Liverpool.
2: Yeah, no, fam. That season, he was on top of the world. And people sleep on what Sturridge did that season, fam. Sturridge had a phenomenal season. Yeah. I think he had about like, like 20 and 10 or around that, 18 and 11, something like that, which is very impressive. Just in the league also. Yeah. Very impressive. That I think that was probably Sturridge's uh, one of Sturridge's best seasons. Yeah, And also, uh, telling my shout-out, Tevez and Rooney. Two pit bulls, played together for two seasons, won the league both years, won the Champions League, um, crazy numbers, and uh, obviously, yeah, they were dominant together. Any honourable mentions, Josh? Um, Nah,
0: well, probably Ronaldo, Raul, Real Madrid. Oh, my days. Um,
2: (laughs) That's a big honourable mention right there.
0: Yeah, they were quality.
2: Pippo Inzaghi uh, and
0: Crespo. Crespo, yeah. Yeah, them, man, we're, were nuts as so well. We didn't have Ibrahimovic
2: in the end of this, but yeah. you know, it just gets on mentioned mention because he might be listening to this. And- <laughs> I trust. Eto and Melito, that's another one I'll say. Yeah. Because I liked Melito a lot when he was at Inter, and uh, we know what Eto was on. So those guys deserve some bells. Um, yeah terrific segment uh, it was nice looking back at some of the front twos as I said do, do you agree Josh that um, the 442 will come back around because I was talking to sorry just to put cheese on top I was talking to my brother and I feel that Man U's best formation right now is, is a 442 diamond if we had um, Matic sitting, in Pogba and Fred as our two um, in front and Bruno at number 10 okay, and Marshall and Rashford up top 'Cause some people say Dan James is not a starter. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I feel that gets our best players on the pitch all at once. So do you agree that 442 could come back around? I do, I certainly do. And I think
0: one thing that maybe will be interesting is just that people or most teams won't want to sacrifice uh, a midfielder where you know they probably could lose out on maybe a defend or a striker or a forward player coming back to make an extra man when they're defending yeah. or like for example if you've got a two in the midfield and then you've got an offensive you've got a third person you know who probably doesn't want to go back you're relying on your two wide forward players to probably do some Track of back. The tracking back on yeah. the wings and the flanks because you can't get your two midfielders to go out wide true so yeah I I think that there is a there's a d- desire for some teams to go back to the 4-4-2 I think Leicester's tried it in some some areas with the body and Ayuzi Perez on occasion. They won
2: the league with
0: it. Won the league with, with it um, as well. Yeah. You know it's not it's because not I dead I would run. say. But there is a desire,
2: certainly. Alright, so uh, yeah. Quality segment. Well that's the end of a terrific episode. Um yeah man it was nice going back to memory lane. It was. Um, that's considering part one and part two, you know, discussing all-time great back fives, midfields, front three and abstract partnerships. Yeah. Um, any one group stand out to you specifically out of
0: all of them? Uh, midfielders and the forwards. I think Barcelona, clearly what they did or what they um, did in their peak or in their, that period under Pep Guardiola particularly was they had just some really quality um, understanding and fluidity amongst the, um, their players, um, I agree. particularly in the midfield area, like Ines, Xavi and Busquet. Yeah, that's and the unit that stands out for me. Of, yeah, quality, understanding. And I think it's easy for people to be kind of saying, oh, it's all messy, it's all messy, it's all messy. But there, there was genuine quality of the highest order in that front three with Suarez and Neymar as well. It was just that's... brilliant to watch, honestly. It wasn't just a messy show exactly facts
2: and to be honest before Messi was putting up crazy numbers Javi and was still um, like doing their doing their bits yeah, exactly, with Decker yeah. and a man there yeah. but um yeah man it's been a great episode um great concept and um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in let us know your thoughts via Twitter via Instagram give us your front threes that we haven't mentioned or front threes that stand out to you and um yeah man stay safe stay safe for sure during these times we gotta keep praying and um yeah we'll keep washing our hands mm-hmm. doing all we can do to stay safe eyes on the ball we'll keep coming with the content during these quarantine times but as we said appreciate you guys for tuning in appreciate the love and deuces